Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. intended to be done life I'm not capable and God said that's right so why don't you just let me help you and let me show you what I intended and I said okay that sounds like a great deal show me what you intended and help me do it and that's exactly what happened with Jacob you've heard people say before life is hard and they would be exactly right we weren't meant to do this life on our own because it's not easy Today, Pastor Robert is sharing a message about a man named Jacob who tried to do everything on his own. However, he soon realized, without God, he simply couldn't. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans chapter 9 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. chapter 9. In verse 6, Paul continues. He says, but it's not that the word of God has taken no effect, for they are not all Israel who are of Israel, nor are they all children because they are the seed of Abraham. But, quote, in Isaac your seed shall be called, end quote. And see, now he's pointing us back to the Old Testament. Verse 8, that is, those who are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God. But the children of the promise are counted as the seed. For this is the word of promise. Quote, at this time I will come and Sarah shall have a son, end quote. Not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived, and see, now we're moving down to the grandchildren. When Rebekah also had conceived by one man, even by our father Isaac, for the children, the twin brothers, not yet being born, nor having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him who calls. It was said to her, the older shall serve the younger, as it is written, Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated. Listen, not all who descended from Abraham are included in the covenant God made with Abraham. That's the point that the Apostle Paul is reminding the Jewish people and us. He's reminding us here, Abraham had a bunch of kids. Abraham had more than one son, but not every son was included in that promise, in that covenant. Now, why is that? Well, because God makes a distinction between works of the flesh and the fruit of the Spirit. God always makes a distinction between physical effort and spiritual effort, if you will. 
Now, this part of Romans is a great example of why it's so important to have a working knowledge of the Old Testament. It's, it's, so, it's so important to read the book for yourself, to at least read the Old Testament and know what it says. In demonstrating here that, that being Jewish isn't enough to guarantee their salvation, Paul is pointing back to the fact that Abraham had a son who wasn't part of God's covenant. Why is he doing that? Well, because they were constantly pointing to the fact we're children of Abraham. We're, God made a promise to Abraham, we're children of Abraham. And Paul says, yeah, but you're not the only ones. You're not the only ones. Ishmael was born as a result of Abraham and Sarah's unbelief. They thought they needed to help God. God had made a promise, but it was a promise that was just utterly impossible. There's no way. There's no way this can happen. So apparently, we're, we're, I mean, it's up to us to do something here. And so they took a surrogate. Abraham slept with a surrogate to produce an heir to help God keep his promise. But God only recognized Isaac, who was the child God had promised to them and who was miraculously conceived some 13, 14 years later, long after it was physically impossible for Sarah to become pregnant. But then taking it one step further, Paul also reminds them of Abraham's grandsons, Jacob and Esau, the twins, before they were even born. The Bible says God chose and blessed Jacob while rejecting Esau. And we look at that and it's like, wait, what? Before they were even born, you rejected this one and blessed that one. Yes. In fact, Paul points us back there. He quotes from the last book of the Old Testament where the prophet Malachi wrote, Malachi 1, 1 through 3, the burden of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you, says the Lord. Yet you say, in what way have you loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, says the Lord? Yet Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated and laid waste his mountains and his heritage for the jackals of the wilderness. Now, we read that and freak out because, wait a minute, God is love, and and how can this be? He's rejecting one. He's, I mean, hate, man, that's a strong word. And so we want to water it down, and some of the, some of the interpretations or, or the, the translations that are not actually translations, but they're paraphrases, you know, they're trying to, trying to help us out and interpret, and, and, and sometimes they try to soften it up. They, I love the fact that the New King James doesn't, doesn't soften it up. Esau, I've hated, God said. I laid waste his mountains and his heritage for the jackals of the wilderness. Wow. What's going on here? Well, what I believe is going on is that God in his perfect foreknowledge, because remember, we've already established, we talked about it, God doesn't have to wait for you to do something to know what you're going to do. I mean, he, can, he, he knows you perfectly before you're born. He can see what your nature is before it is. And so he saw Esau, and he saw Jacob perfectly. And he knew that Esau would always be governed by his fleshly appetites. He knew that Esau, 
And that proved to be true, by the way. If you go and read the story, you'll, you'll see Esau was governed by his own physical desires. Esau was always governed by what he wanted. But God saw that Jacob would eventually become Israel. Not that God would turn him into Israel, but that eventually Jacob would choose to be governed not by his own desires, but by God. In other words, Jacob would surrender. He saw that one day Jacob was going to wake up to the reality that he needed to just trust God and be governed by God, led by God, taught by God. And that's exactly what we just read about. Jacob went through a, a lengthy transformation. And one day he surrendered. I mean, I, I remember the night that it happened for me. Most of you have heard me tell the story where I just, God confronted me and I realized I can't do this the way it was intended to be done. Life. I'm not capable. And God said, that's right. So why don't you just let me help you and let me show you what I intended. And I said, okay, that sounds like a great deal. Show me what you intended and help me do it. And that's exactly what happened with Jacob. And he became Israel, governed by God. But now, Paul once again anticipates our objections to this idea of God choosing somebody beforehand. And in Romans 9, 14, he begins to confront those objections. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? In other words, is, is, is God being unfair to Esau with this? Is God somehow being unfair to some people by rejecting them before they're even born? And he says, certainly not. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whomever I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whomever I will have compassion. So then it is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in to today's teaching from Main Thing Radio. We're currently in the book of Romans, and there's more to learn next time. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is up for today, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy will try to resist it from spreading. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their hearts? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today here on Main Thing Radio.